0: Hey, welcome back to the Workday Cafe. In this episode, I'll take you through updates regarding the SP 500 index, a new segment called On My Mind, and my evaluations of Starbucks and Keysight Tech. Go to WorkdayCafePodcast.com if you're interested in seeing what goes into the evaluations. I hope you enjoy. The S&P 500 Index closed today at a record high of 3,389, erasing all losses since the coronavirus pandemic started. The Nasdaq Composite, which is composed of the main tech giants as well, also closed at an all-time high, topping 11,210. This shows that the market is bullish and investors are future-focused. An interesting stat is that if you remove the five largest stocks in the index, the S&P 500 would be down 4% rather than up 3% this year. That's a 7% gap that these giant companies are creating. In retrospect, it's interesting to see that everybody wants to be a winner, but nobody wants there to be losers. So what's been on my mind? In this new segment, I hope to organize and share what I've been thinking about over the past week and get your thoughts on the topic. Let's get into it. With so many struggling to maintain a high standard of life, I started looking more into wealth distribution and the fundamentals of modern economies. And I arrived at a strange question. Is the economy a Ponzi scheme? In my experience, an economy's role is to help raise standard of living by taking advantage of the wealth and resources of a country to increase the quantity and quality of goods and services offered. The underlying and undermining Catch-22 of this whole idea is the expectation of continued expansion and growth. No economy can sustain continuous expansion and growth forever, because even though wealth is infinite, resources are finite. An example of this process undermining itself is that with better standards of living comes better education, which is correlated with lower pregnancy rates a key human resource. So is immigration relied on then? And what about when pregnancy rates drop in foreign countries as well? To hit the nail more on the head, most pensions rely on continuous growth from, it, from young workers to pay back older retirees. A Ponzi scheme lures investors and uses the new funds to pay back earlier investors and takes a percentage for themselves. Sounds very familiar. So, who is taking a percentage for themselves? The rich? The politicians? The insurers? I don't know. But the current economic model is not sustainable. I'm not saying that there should be a ceiling to wealth, but maybe everyone can be put on the first rung of the ladder. Or even better, get rid of the ladder so that even people who can't climb can still live with respect and sustainability. From that, now let's move over to the very first evaluation of the week, Starbucks. As many people know, Starbucks purchases and roasts high-quality coffee that is sold along with handcrafted coffee, tea and other beverages and a variety of high-quality food items through company-operated stores. Starbucks also sells a variety of coffee and tea products uh, through their licensed stores and through third-party stores like grocery stores or other food services uh, through their um, global coffee alliance with Nestle. Uh, In addition to the flagship flagship Starbucks brand, uh, the company sells goods and services under also Tiavana, Seattle's Best Coffee, Evolution Fresh, Ethos, Starbucks Reserve, and Princey. Um, their customers are primarily front-facing consumers, and uh, they also sell to uh, they also sell their prepackaged drinks uh, and and food products to out-of-store sellers. Um, it's interesting to see their store breakdown. Uh, almost fifty-six percent are in the U.S., and a large portion, twenty-three percent, are in China. Uh, they trade on the NASDAQ and have a current price of around $80, $80 and a market cap of around $93 billion. Um, when looking at the revenue, I came to a conclusion, um, after looking at their entire annual report, actually, that they are extremely good at choosing amazing coffee and making great relationships. As I have mentioned earlier, they have deals with Nestle, but they also just keep everyone happy. They have great employees who like them. They have customers that like them, farmers, distribution channels. Everybody seems to like uh, Starbucks' executives. But I see that as a strength and weakness at this point because their their executives' average age is actually 57. So 10 to 15 years down the road, those relationships may not be as strong. So uh, a little suggestion, Maybe vertically integrate. Right now, coffee prices are low, meaning that the land that they grow on is low as well. Uh, If Starbucks wanted to invest into Brazil or Indonesia, Indonesia or Colombia, those are some of the major coffee producers, coffee plant producers. Um, Looking at my DCF price, it came to $103. Um, The industry... Uh, relative valuation came to $102 and the financial relative valuation came to $180. After reconciling their price, price, I came to $107. So when comparing that to the $80 price, definitely a buy recommendation would be issued. Uh, Starbucks seems to be handling the pandemic as best as they could. Um, Right now, unfortunately, they're laying off employees. Uh, It'll probably be good for them in the long term but um, obviously at an individual level, it's, it could be devastating. Um, doing this move by laying off, for laying off employees in order to go fully digital and pickup only uh, is, a, is a good move by the executives for this time. Let's now take a look at Keysight Technologies Inc. Uh, they're a consulting technology company uh, that helps Enterprises, service providers, governments, small, medium, large businesses all innovate and accelerate their technology, connect to the world, um, and they do consulting for almost anything under the sun, whether it be manufacturing, installation, optimization, validation, designs, simulation, um, startup assistance, even asset management, customer product lifecycle, they do almost everything. And they have a a great track record of helping their customers. Um, So they trade on the New York Stock Exchange and have a current price of around $103. uh, And they have a market cap of just over $19 billion. Um, The company's strategy in the future is to bring solutions to the market and to help customers develop new technologies and accelerate innovation um, for long-term growth. It's actually interesting to see that Keysight is putting an emphasis on uh, future technologies. Um, they want to get into these emerging technologies, these early market stages uh, for things such as 5G, the next generation automotive, and the Internet of Things, as well as the defense modernization. And they expect technology investments to continue. Um, after looking at all of this, and looking at their uh, excellent customer service, uh, I got a discounted cash flow price of $98.77. After doing an industry relative valuation, it got me $51.69, and a financial relative valuation of just over $59. So after reconciling the price, I came to $84.25, And when comparing that to the current share price of $103, uh, I would say a sell recommendation is issued. Even though I mentioned a lot of their highlights, currently these stock, like this specific kind of stock, which is tech-based and also has a few fixed assets when it comes to um, equipment, technology equipment, um, they're being shot up. And uh, if you look at its relative valuation, you can see that compared to its peers who may not be in the direct um, equipment side of, soft, of technology, um, it's, it's so much lower $51 and $59 versus their current share price of $100. Um, and for those reasons, uh, I, I would say it's a sell, even though my discount cash flow got me the $98. To summarize these two companies, I would say that they're going through the same thing. Just in the opposite spectrums, so Starbucks is a company has a strong brand, uh, but is not, but doesn't have too many um, fixed assets. It has a very good relationship with everybody. Keysight has good relationships with its customers and um, most of its um, its uh, contractors, but it also has a ton of fixed assets. So I guess from looking at these two companies you could take away that the economy favors fixed assets over future possibilities, seeing as Starbucks could vertically integrate. And because of that, I I see that it's undervalued. And because Keysight uh, does have a lot of fixed assets, um, I find it to be overvalued, but the market has got it at $100. So is the economy a Ponzi scheme? And if so, would it mean that these two companies are destined to fail? I guess it's only the future that can tell. I would like to thank my server Julie, jewelry, Amario for the music, and you for listening to the Workday Cafe. If you would like to learn more about the evaluations I mentioned and see the data behind my decisions, head over to workdaycafepodcast.com. I'll see you next Tuesday to continue this journey. Let's stop.